Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, and thank you for caring to be with me right here than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the one who makes sure you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, it is my prayer that you are doing more than just listening, that you are taking everything that is resonating as absolute truth into your spirit and you're moving with it enthusiastically, reverently, respectfully, and really uh, consecrating your body for the re-enthronement of the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses. We're in a now moment that requires us to really care to be in a place and space where it really matters to us that we have leverage under a system that intends that we have none, that puts us in a place and space where there is so much doubt, so much fear, so much insecurity, so much following the blind, the deaf, and the dumb, the lawless, the thoughtless, the mindless, the greedy, and whatnot. And so we're in a now moment that is calling for our care to really rise forward, to no longer participate as commodities in a global initiative of depopulation and genocide where multi-trillion dollar industry has been created in the sowing of the seeds of sickness, illness, disease, and death as popular and common activity, collective learning and education, and the path of prosperity. We're in a now moment where we must realize that there's a best way, a right way, a divine way to be living that we have been perfectly and divinely designed and designed perfectly to be vehicles and vessels for the expression of the love of life, the light that is the law and the fulfillment that is love, so that we are always exalting a full effort in our living, consciously caring to be loving, to be harmonizing, to be exalting, enhancing, enriching, and yes, we're all at various degrees of conscientiousness and here, but there has been programming that has been uh, in full effect through the school systems, through the religious uh, organized religion, through all of the societal things that has us in a place and space where we are literally influenced by a death culture. And that could only be perpetuated by people who are perpetuating that which is not in, truly in their best interest, delusionally thinking that there is some profit in doing that and creating that, manufacturing, distributing, advertising, and ensuring that people are not able to respond correctly and directly to being warred against, and that the weapons of mass destruction in terms of the alcohol, the tobacco, the white sugar and refined products, the processed foods, and then all of the meat, the dairy, the eggs, the chicken and fish and whatnot that have created the foundation of the actual pandemic that has been in full effect for generations in the heart disease, the cancer, the diabetes, and 
uh, the strokes and upper respiratory disease and the suicide, the homicides, the genocide, all of this that is going on. And then here in the last moments, they're perpetuating uh, coronavirus as if the coronavirus is killing more people than the cancer, the heart disease, the diabetes and all of that. But see, because you have so many ones who are so heavily vested in the death industries, the meat, the dairy, the eggs, the chicken, the fish, the alcohol, tobacco and sugar, of course, they're not going to really try to uh, strengthen and inspire and and support you in no longer being addicted to things that are creating sickness, illness, and disease when there is so much profit in sickness, illness, and disease. And so we have to realize that there's been really no progression in the fullness of, of what the society truly represents. But in the midst of it, we do have to really have an understanding and an understanding that the system and the society in and of itself is still held by absolute law. And everyone that has come to the planet, regardless of what hue of people they are, regardless of what landmass we may have touched down upon, we are all here to really master ourselves, to come to that place and space where we are literally rejoicing in the blessedness of our being and we're consciously creating good and goodness and better and best and facilitating wellness and wholeness in life. This is what the society should be about. And because we are in the midst of the sickness, illness, and disease that has people in a place and space where they are mentally and spiritually impoverished to the degree to which they can think that they can justify participating in the undermining and the usurpation, the devastation, the bastardization of all uh, orders of being, including Mother Earth, Mother Nature, and all of the populace, to think that money can justify it. Money doesn't justify it. The only justification there is in it is the delusion and the dysfunction that is the inherent foundation of why it is you have people who really think that there is some victory and triumph and conquest and acquisition through enslavement and entrapment and bastardization and usurpation and all of this. We have to come to a place where we will no longer participate and realize that we are being warred against. And the first line of defense when you are being warred against is to really do nothing to undermine yourselves. And when you really are aware that the methodology of oppression has been to oppress you at your cellular functioning, then the methodology of liberation has to happen at the cellular level. And for those who have been hearing me consistently over the years, know the message hasn't changed because the, the methodology of oppression has not changed. It's just that those who were speaking to the right uh, rights being conferred upon those who are wrong, there's no rights that can be conferred upon those who are choosing to be out of alignment with that, which is truly in their best interest. There really cannot be a functional democracy when the people are not caring enough to do what's in their own best interest because otherwise they would not have and do not have the substance and the quality of thought to be able to choose wisely when they are choosing that which undermines their own breath 
and their own heartbeat and bloodstream and whatnot on a daily basis. And there's no way that they could have truly the clarity of mind to pick real leadership when they are not taking responsibility to be leadership in their own lives. And so we are in a now moment where we have to realize that whoever is in the White House has really the responsibility, duty, and obligation to really exalt a full effort in their own living and to do that, which is truly in their own best interest. That's the only way that they would have the light enough and wisdom enough to know how to facilitate wholeness in everything and everybody else. But when you have a system in and of itself that is a detriment to itself, when you have a government that undermines its populace as popular and common activity and collective learning and education and the path of prosperity in the sowing of the seeds of sickness, illness, disease, and death as multi-trillion dollar industry, then understand that it is not sustainable. When you have a people who undermine their children with artificial colors and artificial flavors and white sugars and then all of the drugs, the Ritalin and all the behavior modifying substances, then understand you have a people who really are destined to die and to be destroyed. There are there's the evidence of civilizations that have have risen and fallen and this one has fallen and there is no propping up that you can do until you are really completely committed to restoring the wealth of yourself and the people themselves will care to take leadership in their lives and no longer perpetuate the systems of sickness, illness, disease, and death through capitalism and feeling entitled to literally suck the blood and bones and tissues of other beings as food. We are in a now moment that really requires us to come to a point and place where we can respect the order of existence, the laws of existence, and to realize the divinity of being and to accept the greatness and the perfect design of our body temples. And none of us were designed to be murderers and liars and thieves. That that is aberration in being, that is dysfunction. That is the evidence of there being something truly amiss within the very tissues and fibers of the person so that they cannot think harmoniously with life itself. So, you know, that's where we get leverage is when we're harmonizing with the intelligence of existence. But to have everybody in a place now where they are inhaling their carbon dioxide as a result of being filled to overflowing with all manners of pathogens and viruses and bacteria because you're consistently still eating the flesh of dead pigs and dead cows and dead chickens and dead hens and and that which has no substance, no life force and drinking alcoholic beverages and smoking tobacco and other things that destroying the integrity of the lungs when the lungs are the organ of the spirit and the spirit can only be animated by virtue of the breath. We are in a now moment where we are truly having to realize how pervasive the lie is. And just going along and getting along when there's masses of people who are weakening themselves on a daily basis being or feeling forced to be masking the entire time that they're working where their whole nose and mouth has to be covered. We have to realize that this is the evidence of a sick people that are creating more and more sickness. A well and healthy people do not create multi-trillion dollar industry in sickness, illness, disease, and death as popular and common activity and collective learning and education in the path of prosperity. 
And so at some point, there has to be a reckoning. There has to be a, 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 a greater harvest of sickness, illness, disease, and death. And it has nothing to do with the coronavirus. It has everything to do with the violation that is charged upon the blood, the violation of violated beings when the primary law of existence is the harmony of the whole. The truth of being is that we are all living within the very presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence animated by its own intelligence designed perfectly, not by men, but by that which is causation and foundation of, of life itself. And to follow those who are not regarding and respecting the intelligence and the order of existence is to be led astray and to be in a place where you are not strong enough mentally or spiritually, ethically or morally to consciously stand on behalf of life and will continue to engage and partake of the spoils of rot and decay and decomposition and bring this into your bodies it is tragedy accidents waiting to happen but the cancer the heart disease the diabetes there is enough information now we have enough knowledge we understand what the root of these things are and how to reverse them and to how how to really cleanse and to really be fully healed and become whole that is not rocket science it's just an understanding and an understanding of the perfect and divine design of the body temple and the order of existence and how to really facilitate being harmonized with it. And so at this particular point in time, in timelessness, our being called and our having the opportunity to answer the call to no longer participate in a system that has death as foundation of a food industry that there are those who are working every day in the murder and the violation of other beings and and using this as food we're in a place and space where we must realize that every hue of people has their gifts divinely given we represent lineages and we are all the beneficiaries of the gifts, the realizations, the revelations, the epiphanies, the intellectual property, the talent, the skills, the abilities, and the contributions of so many ones whose names we can call and so many more whose names we'll never know. But to be in a place and space where we're co-conspirating and complacent and complicit with our own cellular oppression. And to come to a point where we refuse to activate your, your will to choose life on a daily basis. And then think that there is some real prosperity that can be had because of the new 5G technologies and all of the other things that, that ones and ones would have you invest in with the artificial intelligence and whatnot when the wealth of the people is is. is squandered and there really could not possibly truly be any true richness or wealth at the detriment of mother earth mother nature all of her creatures and her populace 
And we, we've seen the blatant disregard for the waters and the air and the land and the people who have been marginalized and displaced from hundreds and hundreds of years ago, now we're having the opportunity to realize there could be no real ownership here if, if ones and ones are not respecting the order of existence. The only thing that you could possibly own is yourself. And to squander your life force, to feel entitled to do that which truly is a detriment to yourself, means that for whatever other decisions you're making you still would be in the progression of error to not be properly centered and oriented from the perspective of the divinity of one's own being and so a death culture in truth has to die there's no way for its salvation except the people change their course change their mind realign themselves, cleanse themselves from the violation that's been charged upon their blood. The spirit is charged upon the blood and everything that you're consuming. It lays foundation for the substance and the quality of your blood, your life force, your life currency. And so for those of us who would want to be respected as mature ones or maturing ones who would care to be really respected as real men and real wound men, we would have to accept responsibility for a purpose in being as the perpetuators and the progenitor of lineages of people. We are sons and daughters and grandsons and granddaughters and great-grandsons and great-granddaughters and so on and so forth. And as mothers and fathers, we were destined to be grandmothers and grandfathers and great-grandmothers and great-grandfathers and great-great-grandmothers and great-great-grandfathers and so on and so forth. But to be in a place where you're completely glib and feel no duty, obligation, and responsibility to ensure the progressive unfoldment of the lineages that you represent. To be in a place where you are so manipulated through commercialism and whatnot that you will feed your children, continue to feed your children the flesh of dead animals and the aborted fetuses of chickens and the pus and mucus of cows and all of this stuff means that you are a detriment to yourself. And when we and you are detriments to yourself, then you are vulnerable to anything and everything else. And the least of your concerns would be a coronavirus when you have people who are manipulating you to the degree to which you are genocidal and suicidal and homicidal. And destined for a tragic date with fate as opposed to really rising to a glorious destiny for being rightly aligned and attuned to the truth of the divinity of yourself and having been fully involved in and enthusiastic in cultivating the wealth of yourself, your talents, your skills, your abilities, consciously caring to truly honor and glorify the lineages that you represent and to stand on behalf of life itself. Ones would make you think that there's no right way to live, but there is a right way to live. As we see, there's so many ways that you could live that do not really facilitate greater health or wellness or wholeness or happiness or joy or peace or poise or power or 
integrity or high ethic or morality. I'm just saying that's the wide and broad path. But when we consciously care to remember that we dwell in the presence of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is the fullness of all there has ever been, all that could ever possibly be, and there's no way to be outside of it. We're completely enveloped in it and animated by it so that when we are at war within ourselves, we're really warring against that intelligence that we refer to as God. There's no way to win that. And so in our now moment, the conscious care to choose life on a daily basis, to be in a place and space where you care to really be well oxygenated and hydrated and mineralized and do the daily due diligence in facilitating your clearing, your cleansing, your purification so that your blood can be truly renewing, re realigning you, rebirthing you, that your spirit is charged and you are feeling really good about being the one that you are and understanding the oneness that that is the foundation and the source of all being and our being harmonious with the one that is. That is so awesome that it has gifted itself to absolutely everything and everyone and we have the capacity to accomplish whatever we would and care to do. But there's just so far we can go if you do not have respect for the laws that govern existence and respect the reality that we are held by absolute law and the fullness of that law is love and love is the harmony of the truth of being in the presence of an absolute and supreme intelligence and being points of the presence of an absolute and supreme intelligence and to know that we cannot feed off the garbage or the flesh of dead animals and be whole beings. And it just seems as though we see the way that other ones have gone in the cancer and the heart disease and the diabetes and the strokes and the aneurysms and all of the things that are the evidence of something being amiss and then not perceiving that it is the evidence of not knowing how to feed and doing that which is truly detrimental to oneself that creates all of the sickness, illness, and disease. And so those who are the profiteers behind it, then you run to them for the other poison. So you've been poisoned all of your lives, and then as a result of the disease state that comes from being poisoned all of your life, then you go to those ones who set themselves up as if they're the authority of existence in their white coats and whatnot and say that, oh, okay, well, we'll give you this pharmaceutical, or we'll give you this drug, or we'll give you this. And, and some of them have their place when you are in accidents and in severe pain and this and that, but to be using uh, 10, 15, 20 different pharmaceuticals on a daily basis and then never having been supported in giving up the flesh of dead animals and the aborted fetuses of chickens and the plus and mucus of cows and all of that, it is really just criminal. So being cultured in a society that is a death culture and that the aberrations of being, the distortions, the dysfunction, the dis-ease, the degradation, the violence, 
the the rape, the molestation, the thievery, the murder, all of the aberrations of being that show up as a result of it is being predicated by the, a system that has been founded by murderers, liars, and thieves, usurpers, and whatnot. And how really could they justify creating a, a criminal injustice system as if they really have the right to charge other ones guilty and offensive when they've taken no responsibility for clearing their own way for their own violations of their own fathers and forefathers. So the whole system is a dead system if it perpetuates sickness, illness, disease, and death is multi-trillion dollar business. And so all of the... Um, television programs dealing with the zombies and television programs dealing with the Night of the Living Dead and all of this is, is just depicting the aberrations of being in those who feed from death, those who thrive and love the kill, to see the blood drain from other ones, to, to really feel empowered in killing. These are not ones that we should be following. There is no leadership that they should have. There are no guns or badges that they should be given. There are no robes and coats that they should have when they do not have a right orientation as to how to perpetuate life and how to really facilitate wholeness and healing which is why it is time for women of all hues to regain their stature through their clearing, the clearing, the cleansing, and the purification that would allow us to be completely realigned in the authority of the who that we are as the true nourishers and nurturers and facilitating healing and wholeness wherever we go. It is really duty and obligation and responsibility of all beings. There is no one who has been authorized by the intelligence of existence or the laws of existence to be the perpetuators and maintainers of sickness, illness, disease, and death as livelihood. And until we make changes in this way foundationally in terms of what it is we're living for and how it is we're centered upon the planet in terms of purpose in being, then there will be more devastation. But we can't estimate or guesstimate the devastation. But we can get real clear and begin to have real clear image of seeing ourselves whole, cleared, cleansed, renewed, rebirth, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified. We can circumvent some of the devastation that is already scheduled. Because it's not really written in stone when life holds nothing over us gives us another opportunity with each and every breath and every beat of our heart. The issue is, will you choose to walk in the light of the all that you were born to be as a living, loving, intelligent, potent, immortal point of the absolute and supreme intelligence and to care to experience the fullness of the glory and the awesomeness of what it is to be well and what it is to be divinely designed and to know how to 
exalt a full effort in your living to have leverage over all the schemes and the agendas and to be in a place and space where you walk a greater walk on behalf of all of those who've gifted you, all of those who've loved you, all of those who've served you, all of those through whom you've come and who've come with you, through you, and those who've yet to come. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being present and tuning in because you could be doing so many other things. And so this now moment for us gives us the opportunity to really be in a consistent mindfulness, thoughtfulness, consideration, appreciation, gratitude, and respect for the gift that we've each been given with each and every breath and every beat of our hearts. It is truly in no one's best interest to have those who have put us in a place where we don't have value for life. And because the foundation of this country was established in bloodshed and and we're talking bloodshed with the buffalo, we're talking bloodshed with all manners of creatures, but but the people and not just the North American continent, but you know, Central America, South America, I mean, there has been so much blood spilt upon the planet and everybody has to come to a place in space if we really care to live, that we will live in the love of the laws that govern us so that we are not steeped in all manners of fear and detriment and disease and degradation and violation and molestation and rape and incarceration and all of this stuff, which is the evidence that we don't know how to live. Because if you really were consciously and deliberately creating, then why would we create devastation? It is totally antithetical to what it is to be human and what it is to be, to be self-destructive. No other creatures are self-destructive. Everything all intelligences, everything is intelligent as an intelligence of existence, whatever form it's in. This is how vast and how dynamic and creative and awesome the intelligence of existence actually is that it has gifted itself to absolutely everything and everybody and the myriad and the multiplicity of diversity the infinity of of such beauty and depth of color and form and whatnot, but everything perpetuates itself. Everything exalts a full urge in its living. Everything has its gifts and its qualities. 
They know their food, they excrete their waste, they know their kind, they perpetuate themselves. And the common thread that lies with all intelligences is that they really love their lives enough to defend themselves or protect themselves or to try to get out of harm's way when they sense that their lives are being threatened. We have to come to a point in place where we realize that what we see is, is just the evidence of the behavior modification that has taken place, that people feel glib about their rights to kill themselves and their children. Well, you ain't got no right to come in here and tell me how to live my life and how to, how, to, how to feed my children and this and that and the other. I give them what I want them to have. You understand? I'm just saying is that we are steeped in violation because we, as beings, as men and as wombed men, should really be exalting a full effort in creating health and wealth, the wellness that is foundational. For right alignment and right thought and right mind and right action. Being in harmony with the laws of existence, the will of existence and whatnot. But to be in a place where you are consciously trying to do everything that those ones who are not exalting the lawfulness and have set up a legality so the legalities of a system that is unlawful with God and then you break your neck to to follow them and then have no regard and respect for the order of your own being this is a program it's nothing natural about it and so we're in a now moment where we can do something about this. We can nip this in the bud. We can come to a point and place of real commitment, the commitment to being, the commitment to life, the commitment to really facilitating our own wellness and healing, the realignment with Mother Earth and Mother Nature so that we realize that there is, so, there is more in the air than we think is there. But there is no way to live except by virtue of breath. We are all breatharian first. We must breathe. And we can debate about what food actually is, but in realizing there's divine design. And to understand that if you could eat anything and everything because God made it good, then there would be no sickness, illness, and disease. If we could just assimilate and use anything and everything. But the sickness, illness, and disease is coming because our bodies are so perfectly and divinely designed that 90% of what we're consuming that is not fruit or vegetation or herb or water-based the body doesn't know what to do with it. And so it matters that we are taking our lives into our own hands and not be so gullible to follow commercialism and, and the capitalism, laissez-faire, let the buyer beware. You understand? But to have a system that 
signs off and says that it's okay for ones and ones to produce and manufacture that which has absolutely no nutritional value, has nothing that the body needs, and it can be marketed to children. And then you have people who want to be respected as intelligent people, as men and women who are mothers and fathers themselves who work for these companies. You understand? So so those ones who feel to take it to the streets and, and, and be beating each other up and killing each other and whatnot, you know, the only way they could do that is that they are a detriment already to themselves and their cells because of having been fed meat, dairy, eggs, chicken, fish, alcohol, tobacco, sugar, and all of these things that undermine your intelligence, undermine your capacity for exalted thought, undermine your capacity for exalted walk, undermine your capacity for truly having an understanding and understanding and, and a harmonious relationship with that which beats your heart and breathes you. You understand, we have to come to a point and place where we are able to really feel good about right aligning and, and aligning rightly and righteously with that which is life itself because otherwise none of, it, none of this other stuff is sustainable. There is no way to sustain a system that kills its own people for profit. There's no way to maintain and and ensure the progression of your family if you're a detriment to yourself. If you don't know how to feed and you don't know how to eat, then that means that you are giving what you are consuming to your children, exposing your children to the same things. I'm just saying, we've been doing this for generations. It is time for us to realize what is wrong and to correct ourselves. And it won't happen if you don't care to be well and you don't care to be healthy. You understand? And sometimes it's like, okay, you, you're you listening and listening and listening. You're hearing what I'm saying. Then you just, you're, you're listening. I'm, I'm a part of your, your thought process. I'm in your mind. I'm coming to you in your dreams. You, you're aware of, of the, the voice that you say is, is the, the, the voice of the wilderness. But no, I am the voice of our liberation, our resurrection. I am the voice on behalf of the wholeness of our being, the wholeness of all being directly. I'm the one who really, really wants us to get it so that we can stop the pain, the suffering, the aggravation, and all of this devastation. We are in a now moment that is so powerful because it is potent it is it we have cosmic support in shifting in rising through our caring and being in a place and space where we're not lackadaisical about the greatest thing that we were given, which is ourselves. There is not a dang going thing that you can work for, beg, borrow, still be awarded or rewarded that is greater than who you are. There is no amount of money. You could take all of the money that has ever been printed and no matter how fine the paper and how fine the ink and whose ever images on it, and all of the coin that has ever been minted in however, whatever metal and for whatever denomination. But I'm just saying, none of it has greater value than one beat of our heart or one breath that we take. And we appreciate the thought and of, of currency, of creating something that, that we can agree on, on the value of it. But we can't give the money more value than we give our lives. 
and be all right. And to think that the purpose in being upon the planet is to master capitalism, acquisition, conquest, to come be, to become renowned, world known for murdering and lying and and usurping and bastardizing and capitalizing off of other things and other ones. I'm just saying is that, you know, you will leave the earth with the substance of yourself. And if you have no substance, if you've not applied yourself, if you've not invested in yourself, if you've not invested in cultivating the divinity of your being, if you've not really cared to exemplify the high ethic and morality of the God self that is gifted you, that you are in truth, then you will miss yourself. And chances are you could die here. And in the realm of eternity, we don't know how long one could be dead. If you can recover from it. But being in a place in space where ones and ones have you thinking that you're supposed to be dying, everybody dies, you know, death is the natural culmination, finality, eventuality, destiny, and fate of what it is to be alive, you know, and of course you don't want to live here forever anyway. And I'm just saying is that forever is the reality of existence itself. We were given one life, it's an eternal life. And most of us, many of us, should have realized from the time we were young that there was something seriously wrong in the world. And those of you who are having to babysit your grown, your grown parents, right? Your, your <laughs> to babysit them, to have to put them in a place where they are, are reverting to being children because of the accumulation and the concentration and the contraindication of all of the chemicals and all of the, the, the pus and the mucus and all of the stuff that has created blockage and obstruction so they, their neurological uh, activity is not happening. They have no, no firing in the brain and whatnot. I'm just saying is that we are really having to pay attention or should be paying attention to what's happening with folks so that we don't go that way. You understand, being herded into situations and circumstances that was like being driven off a cliff. We don't have to go there. I'll be forward in just a bit. Greetings, WRFG family and friends. On behalf of the board, staff, and volunteers, we want to send our appreciation for your support during our recent on-air fund drive. We are most grateful for those who donate faithfully to ensure that we stay on the air, providing you progressive news, information, and quality hand-picked music. We want to remind those who pledge to please fulfill your promise as soon as possible. You can simply mail your donations to 1083 Austin Avenue, Northeast, Atlanta, 30307. You can also utilize our secure online donation portal at wrfg.org. Again, we cannot thank you enough for the generous, loving support of your independent community radio station, 89.3 FM and wrfg.org. We exist, resist, and persist because of you.
And so it should really matter to us as to how we're living and to really be caring to be living and not dying, but to exalt life. Exalting a full effort in our living, we could do a whole lot better. And we're having to take responsibility, or we should be taking responsibility, for the gullibility, being gullible, (laughs) to the death industries. You know, we should see through it. And understand that when the meat industry is contributing to 90% of the global warming, then know that it's not sustainable. Sustainability is, is really something that we have to look at in terms of How do we maintain and sustain life? See, to acquire something requires you to be able to maintain it and sustain it, to have been given life. Then we should have been given the wherewithal, the information, the knowledge, the uh, support in having an understanding and an understanding as to how to function well, how to really facilitate health and wellness creativity, ingenuity, talents, abilities. You understand? And see, this is what gives people leverage over situations and circumstances is the capacity to think. But if you're not thinking, if you're just entertaining thought, if you are in a brain fog because you you just don't have the the energetics for it, the vitality for it, the mineralization. Most people, particularly when we look at the amount of obesity that there is, it is the evidence of cellular deficiency and starvation. And when we were growing up, when many of us were were young, there were uh, the Biafran Wars in Nigeria and you know, and so they would show like they do um, some of the the uh, ones of Somalia and other places in Africa, the babies, the children are, are really, really bony and they have these big bloated bellies. We used to see that when we were children. You understand, now you have people who not only have big bloated bellies, but everything is bloated. It's because we are divinely designed and designed divinely and all of the stuff that we have access to is not a part of the divine design of us. And as women, we should have been supported in knowing how to feed. But when you have people who who have had an agenda of genocide and depopulation that was evidenced in the sterilizations and all of the manipulations that's going, and yes, we can get educated, but what good does education do us when we don't know how to eat? We've just become, you know, the faces behind uh, somebody else's agenda and objective and and you know and this is happening all over the world where the educated ones are just the perpetuators of the initiatives of those ones who were the colonizers and and the usurpers and you know the ones who have put themselves forward as if they're the 
the governors and the gods of the universe and all everybody else is just here to be their slaves and be their tools, you know, to get to whatever resources of the earth. And I'm just saying is that everything that comes from the earth is going to stay with the earth. You know, we can make it and shape it and form it into whatever uh, form or shape and whatever that, that we can have some utilization, utilitarianism with it. You can utilize it for, for certain purposes, but the bottom line is that we did not come up out the earth. And everybody that has come to the earth through the wombs of women sparked by the divine sacred fluid from our fathers, we're going to have to leave. And everything that we've been trying to acquire and have and possess and whatnot, you're going to leave it here. The issue is what will you take with you if you can leave? But the condition and situation, are the, the amount of toxicity that we are infused with, you know, is marginalizing and really um, disrupting the quality of life, not just the longevity, but the quality of life. And to have youth who, who cannot see themselves living to be 30 or 40 years old, have youth who already have babies and they've been brought up on hot dogs and hamburgers and, and nothing that has any real nutritional value. You understand? So that we have people who can't think. And so at some point, I'm going to, you know, at this point, I'm encouraging you that if you have children and you fed your children hot dogs and hamburgers and they're still eating this stuff and now your grandchildren are eating it, you know, you're going to be set with some serious heartache. Because if you're still dealing with it, there's there's no way for you to miss the disease that comes from it. It doesn't affect everybody in the same way, but it does affect everybody. So there are those who get brain cancer, some get blood cancer, leukemia, other ones get uh, liver can cancer, other ones get kidney disease, other ones get heart attack, strokes. It affects everybody. I'm just saying to have multi-trillion dollar industry in sickness, illness, disease, and death where the people have become freaking commodity in the perpetuation of sickness, illness, disease, and death in meat, dairy, eggs, chicken, fish, alcohol, tobacco, and sugar, and then all of the pharmaceuticals, and then all of the surgeries. And all of the other things that are associated with it, I'm just saying is that understand there is no way to get out of this thing alive if you are not committed to living. To have a system in place that is not committed to thriving in life, but committed to undermining the rights of ones to have the right to their lives and the freedom to choose life and, and to have that kind of support. None of the institutions that have have influenced us none of them should have influenced us to be killing ourselves and so the real revolution will happen as a result of our own choices shifting and changing the desire for life fully and abundantly and to return to the house of the father and mother the the creator of all to be in a place where you are divinely designing your life because you can think you can access what do you really want with your life what is your heart's desire you understand getting beyond just uh feeding and and 
fulfilling whatever appetite, desire, passion, lust that you have, but coming to a point where you are literally maturing as a real man, the progenitor of lineages, and wound man, the perpetuator of lineages, and understanding that in order for us to really have the fullness of the access to ourselves, then we have to allow for the liberation of all other beings. We cannot continue to feed off the carcasses of dead animals and be healthy. And I don't care how much vaccination they give you. I'm just saying is that if you don't change your diet, you understand? And and then because of how much mucus is in the body from all the pancakes, all the waffles, all the pasta, all of the ramen noodles, all of these things, I'm just saying, is that you've got more virus and bacteria, parasites and organisms and pathogens in your system already, and, and they know this. CDC has a list of all of the things that's in the carcasses of dead animals. If they really cared about the people, then they would not be facilitating the profiting of the corporate deities of death and licensing them to have so much access to everybody every heart, every mind, every school system. We're in a now moment where it's our time to raise completely up. You have to care. You have to activate your desire to be whole. You have to begin to truly reach for life, to immerse yourself and bathe in the blessedness of your being, to put it in writing, to come to a point and place where you remember the who's that you are, the intelligence of existence. Other ones may refer to it as God, Yah, Yahweh, Yahweh, Allah, Jah, the father, the mother. I'm just saying. If you realize that your heritage and your parentage is divine and that your parentage is absolutely the wealth and the wealthiest of existence itself and you and we are accepting the fact that we were divinely blessed into the house of the of the wealthiest ones that we refer to as God. Mother, Father, God, Creator, that is all, the Most High, the Absolute, no matter what you call it, you gotta step in the intelligence of the all that you are is this point of it. Remember who you are, whose you are, why you are, to glorify and honor it, to give true representation vivid self-expression. See, there is no political consciousness that is greater than vivid self-expression and representation as this living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of absolute and supreme presence. And to be supremely intelligent and to be immersed in the reality of the intelligence that you have access to. Say, ask, and it would be given to knock, and the door would be open to seek, and we would find we have everything that's needed in this now moment. We must stop reaching for death and sickness and illness and reach for life and cleansing. 
And your number for life support is 678-760-9299. Do not wait too late. I'm just saying. For all of the time that's passing, I've been on the air 21 years. All right? And for 21 years, if y'all keep doing the same thing, I'm telling you, it gets harder and harder to do the right thing if you love not doing the right thing. So love being, love your life, love seeing and reshaping yourself and really coming to a point and place where you are experiencing on a daily basis the progression of what it is to be the one that you are. Absolutely. And divine be blessed. To be the more. Always. On behalf of the lineages that we represent, those who we've come through, those that we didn't allow to come, those who've come with us, those who've come through us, and those who've yet to come. This is our time. Continue to rejoice in the blessedness of your being and be the blessing you are. And I look forward to hearing from you soon. Enjoy.